2: That means it's time for Animal Talk with some of the best doggone pet people on the planet, like the guy sitting across from me.
3: I'm Brian, but you can call me the Viceroy.
2: <laughs> my name's Jamie Flanagan, just making sure everybody has a good time. Hanging out with us today, we got this guy helping out. Hi, my name's Matt Fox. Hey, Matt happy Fox. To, happy to be back. And he's uh, part of the Man Cave happy hour and all of those shenanigans. And then running the board for us and making sure everything works. Oh, hi, I'm Sam. Hey, Sam. <laughs> Thanks for uh, jumping in. And everybody's here. Almost everybody's here. Dr. Yvonne was uh, texting in and saying, hey, see you guys next week. She couldn't make it. (laughs) But uh, we had her here last year. She really exists. It's so hard to get the whole family here for dinner, isn't it? It is. It is. (laughs) Got to put something good on. Uh, Like Animal Talk, broadcasting out of the uh, podcast Detroit studios here in fabulous Royal Oak. And a lot of fun stuff lined up today. We uh, uh we're gonna we're gonna take it to new levels today, Brian.
3: Uh, are those low levels or highs? What, oh, what are we doing? Oh, oh, oh. Which level? Which way oh, are we going?
2: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So on <laughs> some new some new levels for sure. Those should all be like around zero. So anyway, um, just tweaking things as we as we roll through. Here we go. Um, but yeah, so we got uh, we got the, the webcam up on the Facebook, and uh, we throw those videos out on YouTube later. And uh, the website is animaltalkradio.com, and you can follow us on Twitter, Animal Talk Radio. And uh, people send in emails. We like to help them out, and, and, and then we scour the news and find out what's going on. And sometimes we have special guests, like today... We should have a special guest calling in, and who is it, Jamie? <laughs> I'm not telling you. I've almost slipped twice when I was giving, relaying the story of uh, the conundrum with uh, the contact number that we were trying to get from him or him to us. Uh or her. I almost I almost slipped I already slipped with the male pronoun okay, so well, they whoops. Well, they well, got that. But well, wait a minute, so. here
3: here's my fear. Here's yes. my fear. We're going to play this 20 questions or yes. what's my line sort what's of What's my thing. line style? Yeah. Uh, and what if at the end of this I don't know who the hell this person I will is? I'll write it that's down
2: what? on the back of this and a whole No, but
3: I mean what if they what if we oh, get who it is? You know. And I still don't know it's like
2: well I don't know who you are. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. man No, you no. would you I, unless, you know, major rock you're living under. Okay But then that's why we got Sam here cuz she could totally fill in the blanks cuz she she should oh yeah totally be able so this to. is a very
3: well known person who's going to put up with this um, these
1: shenanigans God I hope so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll find out won't <laughs> we? we will
2: so yeah special guest on the way on Animal Talk today we uh, hoping hoping he hoping he chimes in so we will we will see so. Uh, you never can't tell. With, can we still uh, play the game if he doesn't show up? Uh, well, because we'll reschedule for sure. I mean, he's totally down with being on. We so. can still play the game. We will, Yeah. yeah. All all right. Right. Uh, we can do it with Sam. So we can all pretend we don't know who she is. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we'll just ask yes, no questions till we can figure out who is Sam.
3: <laughs> Are you a tomato? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
2: <laughs> but uh, we've got some email questions. Like I mentioned, people email in to us and we like to answer those. Got one here. And uh, it says I'm having difficulty. Uh, I'm having difficulty with my terrier in trimming his nails. Mm-hmm. He he always lets the vet do it, uh, and I bought all the proper tools to do it at home. I'm the one that grooms him here, uh, but he's to the point now where anxiety level is extreme. We've tried wrapping him in a towel, standing him on a table like the vet does. No luck. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to trim my dog's nails at home as easily as the vet does? Oh,
3: it's easy. Yeah, it, the process is called counter conditioning. Oh, okay. And uh, and you combine that with another. Uh, it's called desensitizing. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically, what happens? The dog has a bad association with the nails being cut, right? Mm-hmm. So all, all you have to do is change that. Like, um, for instance, Jamie, if uh, if I just if I just slapped your face right now,
2: <laughs> Ooh, baby, you wouldn't
3: you wouldn't be happy, mm-hmm. right? Mm, okay
2: <laughs> please All right, let's, uh, a, I have some more <laughs> a, a, a
4: normal
1: person okay,
2: okay wouldn't
3: Sam, be uh, Sam you would you would not be happy right no but what okay. if I slapped your face and then I gave you ten thousand dollars oh yeah a, okay <laughs> please, and then sir. I slapped do you again and then I gave you ten thousand dollars part of you would be looking forward to the next slap right oh yeah okay and that's what that's what we do with dogs now okay. dogs don't you know they don't really care about money but uh, how about treats that they don't normally get something really special like um, so you might want to take the the nail clippers and and take a maybe a hot dog or something you wouldn't normally give your dog, hmm. chop it up into pieces, and then just take the nail clippers and put it, just put them on the dog's nails. Don't cut the nails, just just set the clippers there, and then give the dog a treat, and you just keep doing that until the dog's okay with it. Makes sense. Yeah,
1: it does make sense. I actually do that with my cat.
3: Yeah, cats you can you yes. can do the same thing I did. I I had a cat years ago and mm-hmm. yeah, I would just uh, give him a little piece of tuna as I was touching his nails and mm-hmm. eventually they look forward to it and then you can take one step further and maybe snip one. Um, so avoid, avoid the impulse to hold the dog down and mm-hmm.
2: wrap Squeeze him in a towel it. and have somebody yeah. help you. Cut and, four holes in a pillowcase and kind of <laughs> <yeah>. have <laughs> his paws sticking through it. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Trick or treat? No, that's not how this works. Man. <laughs>
3: try, try to do it so you don't even have to hold him. So just, yeah, just gradually get closer and closer with those nail clippers. Right, and then, right. uh, yeah. And as he's taking a little piece of that hot dog, maybe a s- little snip, uh, one of them. Hot dogs and snipping,
2: never a good combination. <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking me out here. You can
3: you can replace the hot dog with any anything that's okay. a, a, you know your dog. Any cookie your
2: dog will enjoy. Yeah. All right. All right. Not cookie cookies, but treat And good. it could
3: be it could be almost anything. Sure.
2: All right. That's a excellent, excellent place. So um uh, our guest is is ready. Sam's going to uh, dial him up. Uh, right now, oh, and we're okay. gonna get our guest on the phone. Oh, so, so I already have
3: a hint. This this person That's has bad. a
1: phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that narrows it down. And then she, a... he
2: said this guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yes. Sorry. Right. So we a have a we have a very special surprise guest on the yeah. way. And uh, unless he says his name when he answers the phone, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> take your headphones off. <laughs> take your headphones seriously. Take your headphones off. All okay. right. Okay. Take your headphones off. All the okay. way off. None oh, of that on the over the shoulder garbage. All right. All right. So who says their name is the answer? I mean, I guess. I suppose I could. Yeah. Hey, this is. Hi, Sam. this is you know Lawrence Welk speaking. <laughs> you know, it's uh, so okay. It's are not you... him. Yeah, go, on, go. You want me to hit it? Yeah. So you guys are going to ask yes no questions, okay, uh, until we can figure out who he is. All right. I... Are you going to tell us to put our headphones back on eventually? I will. Yeah. <laughs> once once we we get him on the phone, watch me say his name when he...
4: I think I think he answered. I'm not so sure. Hello. Did, why is it not going through?
2: Alright, so yeah. I, I've never dialed out with that.
4: Oh, am I supposed to put a one in front? I did put a
2: one in front of it. Yeah, I've never yeah. So mm. again, best rehearsals ever.
3: Ever. Let me see. So this person is a as a male with a phone that has a one in front of their phone number.
2: <laughs> we are narrowing it down. Well, wow. In the United States. Billy Bob Thornton. Second yeah. Billy, yeah, oh that puts it yeah, that puts it uh, puts it in the United States. He's probably wondering he? what's going on. Should I Okay, is that this is the right number? Let
3: me see. Oh, shit. This is the right number. Uh, is it, hello.
2: What's
1: going on? Is it?
2: Is it dialing out? I don't. see. I've never
1: it was out. dialing out, but it says like we're connected.
2: Oh yeah, it looks like it's connected. Yeah. Hello, hello. Do you have to turn them up? Oh. Is everything oh. up? Is it unmuted? Is it uh, unmute everything? Grid lights off on everything. Unmute everything. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it didn't work. Mm-hmm. All right, well, leave oh, everything great. leave everything unmuted, okay, and that way okay. it'll just—I okay. mean, we will get a little more room noise, but uh, it's like—is it still a say it's connected? It
3: still says it's connected. Unless should well, I hang up, hang up and call hang back? Up and, hang up and All call right, back. All well,
2: right, yeah. let's call back. All right. So, yeah, so yeah, so you guys still have your headphones off? We're trying to connect with our. Oh, oh I hear it now. Okay, that's a pretty sound. Oh, here we go! And here we this go! This is it. Hang on, hang oh, okay. on. Okay, are you guys hearing that? Don't listen! Don't listen! When I hear a phone ringing. That's okay. exciting. Telephone can... ringing. Boom, 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 boom. got me <laughs> on the run. Sliding into the the '70s tunes. Won't you yeah, not you, pick you up, up now because
1: of what he heard just
0: now?
2: You made a yeah. Lawrence Welk reference, which is. Uh...
0: Goofy and I'm answering the phone here and having a
2: play of that great dog <laughs> Hey, alright so hang up, hang up, hang up hang up, hang
4: up, hang up <laughs>
2: It's Goofy Dang it! <laughs> alright, try it again because that's the the number well, that, Yeah, so that's wait. the right number
4: So why did that happen?
2: Because there is well, it went to his answering machine it went to his voicemail Oh Try so, it again
4: who Oh, I didn't know that was
2: Yeah, well it was yeah, does anyone actually have an answering
1: machine these days? <laughs> <laughs> you have to actually hit a button to hear it.
2: You know? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Who's still yeah? As we ring a ding ding. See, I want to do that. I want to. I want to have all old technology. Oh, oh. Oh, oh man! Oh. All right. So um,
4: uh, he did answer though at the beginning, and now he's gone. Oh great. Okay.
2: Uh, going to goofy voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll Try to- you know, Try to get hold of – oh, crikey. All right. My email isn't working in there. Uh, da, 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 da. So, Brian. Hey, Jamie. What's going on? Not much. Just uh, doing our darndest. Uh, just text them uh, to respond and say uh, it's going straight to answering machine goofy voicemail. <laughs> Literally goofy. Um, Do you actually want me to say that? No. Just say it's, it's going to voicemail. All right. Um, it seems correct because it's his company's voicemail. Uh, 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 uh. So, uh, Brian, that's uh, another email here. Okay. Um, let's have it. And uh, while we try to get connected with our guest, I almost said the name again. I almost said, "This is." I'm gonna Don't blow do it. Do it. I'm gonna blow it. Uh, but we'll do this while while Sam's trying to hash that out there. Um, we'll do another email, and this one here goes. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed that my dog has been digging in our backyard. I've researched online on the line reasons why dogs dig, and it's because of either shelter, hunting, fun, or boredom. That narrows it down, yeah, right? That's almost
3: for <laughs> that's any reason. Whatsoever, covers everything, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. The problem is uh she's been going underneath our beds and starts digging there. Uh, I want to know why this is. Why this is so? Um, I don't know if she means beds in the house, probably like the flower beds, right? So she's digging up the flower beds. Mm. Um, what's going on? Yeah. So.
3: Well, the reason why the do- dog is digging is because it can. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so that's, you know, dogs do that. And it's actually not a bad, you know, if, if there's an area in the yard that you don't mind the dog digging, right. it's not a bad outlet. Uh, otherwise, you're going to have to find something to replace that excess energy. Sure. So the dog's going to, you know, uh, you know, work that out one way or another so you just got to teach the dog where the correct places are and where they aren't this mm. is actually a really good application for a, an electronic training collar Jamie. Mm. Mm. so the dog is digging in the yard in a place where it's okay to dig and everything's fine then he goes to another place and starts digging mm. he gets a little zap it doesn't hurt them it uh, you know I've, I've actually worn electric shock collar electronic shock yeah. collar yeah. it's kind of a party game you know <laughs> <laughs> you can make it a drinking oh game
2: oh my god yeah everybody you know do a shot and you get to shock Brian <laughs> and,
3: and what it does it, it's That's uh, a fun game <laughs> it relies on startling the animal because right. animals don't like to be startled so sure. you don't have to hurt them it's just a startle you know the startle response and um, and you can do this from your kitchen window or you know some vantage right, right. point where you're not right there the, the the risk you take with correcting your dog when you're in the area is that the dog will start associating the correction with you and not necessarily the digging whenever you correct a dog they should be immersed in the action that you want to stop. <laughs> so if you're correcting the dog and they're they're focused on you, they associate it with you. If the dog is digging when he gets the correction, he's going to associate it with digging. Right. So, uh, yeah, a, a shock collar would be good. They call them shock collar. the stimulus collar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, citronella collar, uh, Dr. Yvonne was talking about that last week. Mm. So citronella is an alternative to the stimulation collar. What it does, it, it, instead of stimulating the dog it will uh, shoot out a spray of citronella oh. which is harmless but annoying and it'll, it'll it All gets the, that startle response well how many
1: olfactory nerves does a dog have in its nose
3: uh it's it's exponentially more than ours yeah so a
1: citronella burst of citronella into your face for yeah. a dog would probably be very startling that. yeah probably a little <laughs> overwhelming yeah yeah, yeah. so that's
3: sense. that's my suggestion Jamie yeah that well, yeah so give him a little give him a little start There you go. Yeah. Or, you know, you could, uh, um, you know, maybe start taking the dog for a walk at the same time every day. Yeah. Again, you got to work off that energy. You can't just, you can't stop a behavior generally, or you don't really want to unless you replace it with something else. Mm. You know, so that's uh, that's a good rule of thumb. Nice.
2: Well, talking about uh, behaviors, and this is another quick little uh, behavior question. Dear animal talk. all right, I've got a Jack Russell Terrier here. He likes to lick our family members' ears. We were wondering what kind of behavior is he displaying while doing this? And this comes from Hello? Tina D. And we're going to have to get back to Tina D because we're going to talk to our mystery guest. Can I take our headphones off? No, hey.
3: Hello? Yeah,
0: hi.
2: Hey, how you doing?
0: So, oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> I was on another call.
2: Oh, and fair play! All of a sudden, I realized,
0: oh my gosh, I've got this super important interview to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, so Bert, uh, my, my my co-host didn't have their headphones on. I just, said it's I just me. did it. What?
4: I didn't no, hear you did. Oh, fair yeah, play. Just, oh, good. Yeah, you didn't so, say a word. Okay.
2: Uh, so th- my co-host. Don't know. I, I didn't tell who the guest was going to be. And I, I was going to we were going to do a little what's my line style. They're going to ask you some yes or no questions until they figure out All who right. we're talking to. And then we're going to dive deep into the rest of like, oh, my gosh, there's so much to talk to you about. But uh, <laughs> sure. oh, so I'm Jamie. Don't say your name. I'm Jamie. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Brian. I'm g- I'm
3: going to guess who you are. <laughs> my name is Matt, and I'm going to do the exact same thing that Brian's going to do. <laughs> all right.
2: Have at it, guys. Okay. Uh, all right. Differ-
3: uh, question number one. We've been doing this show for a long time. We used to do regular radio. It was a syndicated show. We had a lot of celebrity interviews. So then my first question is, have I spoken to you before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have no idea.
3: It's no. <laughs> mm. it's no. No? It's no. It's a no. It's a no. All right. Uh okay, you have a question uh, I do. Man?
1: So, do you live somewhere in Michigan?
0: Absolutely not.
3: <laughs> Would we know you from television?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I think you might, and you might not.
3: Uh okay. Well, always being evasive, too. I know. Yeah. He's <laughs> supposed to be yes or no questions. He's like, he's like putting the foil on. He's ready to go. <laughs> Apparently the, you're an expert witness because the way you answer questions. I'm sure you get paid for that, man. Okay. Uh let me see. Have you uh have you been on the big screen?
0: Uh which big screen are you speaking of? This would be like the movie, <laughs> movie
3: theater. Screen. Yeah, the movie screen.
0: Oh, I go to the movie theaters from time to time. Definitely.
3: <laughs> All right. He's now he's just young. messing with you. I love right. this. I love this.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez! I'm, I'm trying to think of a yes or no question that we can ask this gentleman here. All right. All right. Have... So, um, would you say you're in? Are you in your fifties? Yes or no.
0: I'd like to think so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like them already. I, I, like, I like this gentleman. Oh, uh, <laughs> next time, next time, like I'm, I'm some place where I shouldn't be. Um. I'm going to forward the calls to him, so he can <laughs> he can answer to my fiance. Is, yeah, yeah. is Brian there? Well, <laughs> well, uh, what do you consider? You know, there. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, all right. So
0: wherever you are at the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we asked the question: Have we ever seen you on the big screen? Right. Uh, a movie screen. Yeah. So my next question yeah. would be: Have we ever seen you on uh, on, on on television itself?
0: You might have.
3: Might have. Maybe. Now you you said uh, you kind of gave something away. You said you you uh, you might have if no, you've no. ever had your TV no, on. No, the age thing. He said you said, <laughs> are, you, said are you in your fifties, and he said I'd like they, to think, think so. 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 So he's older. He's older. Okay. Right. So he's so he's older. I'm thinking. How do you I, know that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's playing up in age, right? Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, I wait.
0: I'm going to give you a clue. Okay. okay. I'm very excited about growing up.
3: You're very, very excited exciting. about growing up. Did you play Peter Pan? <laughs> <laughs> Were you a lost boy? <laughs>
4: Close to it.
2: Close to it. Close oh, they, to they, it. there was a word in there. There another was another clue. There was a word in there that was uh, helpful. Close to Peter Pan. So you nope, you, you nope. have worn tights. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there was a question.
0: Is that a question? That's a
2: question. Tights.
0: Well, I I might have. You might
2: have. Okay. Sometimes we wear stretchy I, I, pants I, I, for fun. I don't like to think
0: of tight
2: as tight. <laughs> we call them or
3: stretchy like pants.
4: Tight on pants.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I I have no idea, Jamie.
2: I have no idea. Wow. Well, he's kind of stopped it. I'll give I'll give you a hint. Yeah. Holy hints. Holy. Holy hints. Holy hints. If, very
4: religious.
3: Yes. Are you Catholic? Very
4: religious.
3: <laughs> 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 no holy hints, Batman. So you're not. You're not. Uh, you're not Batman. You must be. Uh, you must be Robin. <laughs> Burt, Robin who? Burt, Burt Ward. Burt Ward.
1: Is it Burt Ward? Yes. You guys, ah. oh. oh. welcome.
3: welcome,
1: Robin the Boy Wonder.
2: Oh, oh that's great. Robin the Boy Wonder, Burt Ward. Thank you so much for uh, being with us on Animal Talk. Appreciate you uh, suffering through that. Uh, what's my line? You were just giving them a, a hard time, Bert. We really appreciate it. But holy smokes, there was uh, a big thing in in the media lately. Uh, you had a big, uh, a con- not a, a. It was a, 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 a the museum, the Hollywood Museum. Yes, uh, that was escaping yes. me. The Hollywood Museum uh, has a new Batman 66 exhibit going on, uh, and you were doing some media around that and uh, caught our attention. And then I was like, holy dog food. The Boy Wonder is now not just a a caped crusader. He's a canine crusader. Awesome! I I didn't come up with that on my own. That's on his website. (laughs) I'm not... (laughs) I'm
0: yeah, I uh, I've literally gone to
2: the dog. <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit about uh, the Boy Wonder stuff, and then we'll get into the the meat sure. of the dog food. So uh, the Batman sixty six at the uh, Hollywood Museum. Uh, what are people going to see when they when they visit that?
0: If they go to see it, it's really uh, amazing because it is almost a recreation of what. Occurred 52 years ago mm. with everything from small items such as uh, set props and scripts all the way up to the Batmobile and the Batcopter mm. in size from costumes that Adam West and myself wore to the villains costumes, the actual costumes, and then next to them, uh, beautiful recreations that look like what they looked like at that time, mm. with the real ones next to them. I mean, really cool stuff. I mean, and there's so many things, uh, details about the script and the 120 episodes that we did, and the innumerable number of stars that came on Batman. It, it, it's yeah. it's spectacular. You could spend days there.
3: That is awesome. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm going to make a special trip out there. That's well, I'm uh, coming with. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know: is there going to be shark repellent? Can we see the shark repellent? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. It, it is
2: there. It is wonderful. <laughs> it
1: is. I thought
2: if I've beaten that
1: absolutely. shark on the way.
3: <laughs> Talk about a show that's never yeah, I mean, lost its luster. I mean, uh, absolutely not. It has been. Yeah, I mean, oh. Sam Nork here is like, I want to go. She's 19 years old. She yeah. can't wait to go. <laughs> so, Bert, what do you what do you you think? know? It really is special.
2: Yeah, what do you think uh, that uh, the the Batman owes its its longevity too. what do you think it it is about that show?
0: There's a bunch of things. Um, For one thing, it was the first show in television history to my knowledge that the audience actually interacted with the actors. In other words, our scripts were written funny. They were played straight. So for kids, it was hero worship Mm -hmm. for the adults. It was the nostalgia of the comic book. Mm-hmm. But for the college kids and the teenagers, it was the campy style, the double meanings, the insinuations, the suggestive implications of what we were saying and doing that you know they went crazy for. Uh, and as a result, it had a broad audience. We were actually playing with the audience. In other words, at the time, if you watched a, a show about medicine – you know, they're trying to save somebody's life, and it's all serious. And you watched a, a police show, they're ap- trying to apprehend somebody. But if you watch Batman, mm-hmm. you really, I mean, it had all this bigger-than-life stuff. all Everything that anybody would ever fantasize, you know, I mean, like riding in a Batmobile, climbing giant buildings, fighting heinous villains. I mean, it, it was bigger-than-life for everybody, and it was in tremendous color the color no television show had ever had that bright color and and the music and the theme song and all of that added to something that was one of a kind
3: yeah you know when you think of the era back then the tv back back then this was the same era as like dragnet yeah yeah perry mason right right, right, right. Uh, shows like that i mean what a departure what a what a really just a, a, a unique show for its time uh,
2: so the technology seemed amazing like the bat cave which is just breaks your heart to know that it was just demolished and thrown in a dumpster you know yeah, <laughs> it yeah. just it's just Yeah uh,
0: and, and let me tell you something if you had a piece of that Batcave, cave it would be like having a piece of a pet rock yeah, you <laughs> right. talk about how valuable that would be in today's world I got a
2: piece of uh, the set of uh 24 Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like I cherish like, I love, I love that show. I just can't even imagine what people would pay for a piece of the Batcave oh my gosh, <laughs> or one man. of those computers or just, uh, you know, just and a just, knob. Well, yeah.
4: you,
0: you know, I, it's amazing how things have become so pricey. I saw an ad on eBay for a poster that had been signed by Adam and I and the four villains, a movie poster for wow. all of the signatures were there. And uh, they were asking uh, $6,600. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, uh, it's it, it astronomical. To, you, you know, because these things aren't, uh, you can't get them anymore, you know. Well,
2: that leads into uh, the the heavy hitters you guys had on the shows. I mean, you guys were, were stars in your own right. But then the the villains, the whole uh, just arcade of, of villains that you had. These guys were just uh, the the megastars of the time. How did how did that work exactly. out? Exactly,
0: you know. Well, hmm. every Batman was such a hit that everyone in Hollywood wanted to be on that show. And there's no way you could have that many villains, you know, because uh, you know a villain was a two parter, sure, uh, you know, and that was like six days of filming. Right. Uh, so what they ended up doing is creating the scenes of walking up the side of the building where somebody would open a window and it would be like Sammy Davis. Jr. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> right, or, right. or, or Don Ho or Dick Clark yeah, yeah. Or, wow. or, 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 um, you know, Lurch or Colonel Clink, or, I mean, there's all <laughs> of those Betty White, all these people that ended up, um, coming on our show. Uh, and, uh, everybody was just blown away and they had the best time. Jerry Lewis, you know, did uh, you know one of those window things? So, so many stars wanted to be on the show because it was such a hit. And the actors that were the villains, they really loved it because it allowed them to do bigger than life characterism. when you think of Caesar Romero as the Joker, oh, Frank Gorshin mm-hmm. as the Riddler, um, Burgess Meredith as the Penguin, mm-hmm. Julie Newmar as Catwoman, mm-hmm. Vincent Price as Egghead, I mean. These were incredible actors, and uh, they love Batman.
2: So now I remember one episode, and talking about the window guests, and it seems like, it, and it made it to the, the real one, it, that you guys were having a hard time keeping it together. Did, were they ever, like, messing with you through the windows, or were there something <laughs> that you could see through the windows that we couldn't see on the TV screen?
0: No, no, actually that didn't occur. It was sort of the opposite. Adam and I kept juicing things up, and they, everybody was trying to calm us down, including the censors that came to visit us. <laughs> we threatened to pull the show off the air if we didn't tone it down. So no, they, nobody was trying to rev us up; it was just the opposite.
2: All right, so um, I, I just maybe it was a blooper reel I saw, but the, just the two of you trying to stand in there holding that rope and just like just trying to hold back the laughter. Okay. It must, it must have been a blooper reel because I just, I, I just remember that. Ropes?
0: Yes, there were a lot of times. You have to understand, you're wearing a very heavy, hot costume. And you and in those days, they didn't have cool lights. Mm,
4: they they right.
0: used these giant arc lamps to light sets. And, you know, I mean, it, it was you just burning up inside that costume. And and as a result, by by the end of the day, you know, you're practically delirious, mm-hmm. you know. So everything makes you laugh. And, and I remember one director, after Adam and I laughed through about nine takes, You know, we'd start and we'd, you know, first of all, when I looked at him in the mask, he looked cross-eyed in his mouth, you know. (laughs) And that's enough to make you laugh to begin with. And he said that he he thought that I looked like a raccoon in my mask. (laughs) Trash panda. (laughs) And and this poor director, you know, after eight or nine takes that we goofed up because we'd start laughing. He stopped everything. He says you two guys are going to laugh me out of the business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleading with you. Let us get through this shot. You're right.
2: You so, know? what so about uh, but, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, what about Robin? Uh you kind of have a monopoly on that character because uh, you know, all the subsequent movies uh that have come out, uh, the the Robin character is mm-hmm. kind of has been Omitted. You kind of have a, yeah. a monopoly on that. Why do you think they uh, uh, omitted the the Robin?
0: You know, I I think over time they've been developing what they think is the best Batman. And I think they have kind of searching for that right fit. And I think they just haven't gotten around to the Robin. Hmm. I think eventually it will come out.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, you know, I was very, very fortunate. And so was Adam in this respect that our show was such a big show and such a big production to make that there was so much focus on trying to get these effects to work. And, and there was like 80 guys on the crew and, you know, the explosions and the gases and the, and you know what I mean? All kinds of stuff that they basically left Adam and I alone. (laughs) So in other words, other than saying, you know, uh, look, you're, you're supposed to be in the Batmobile when you say these lines and then, you know, you jump out and and then you come over here to the computer. Other than than the most general, um, you know, almost nondescript dis- descriptions of what we were doing, Adam and I could do anything we wanted. So as an example, when you watch me jump over the Batmobile door to get into the car or jump over the door to get out, that was something I just created. Hmm. Nobody told me to do it or not yeah. to do it. Uh, in fact, I used to—I'd get out and I'd and I'd stand on the door and walk on the tail fin to the back. And oh my God, I didn't realize it because I couldn't see it. But George Barris and his crew on the Batmobile were having near heart attacks <laughs> out there watching that. You know, um, when taking my fist to hit it into my palm, the the kinds of that uh, stuff that we did. Those were our own things. Nobody directed us. And I'll tell you something, when you're left to do your own thing and you're not directed to do something which sometimes looks doesn't play right, you know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem right. Whereas the things that you do naturally, they people accept them much better and enjoy them much better. So I think that one of the reasons that Adam and I had such a success with the show was that not only did we had the opportunity to do what we wanted but also we had a chemistry that was almost like nothing else
3: that's what i was going to say like, that that no, chemistry is a so very important very special chemistry
2: yeah yeah well and it seems like he wasn't afraid to to share the spotlight uh, with you and that's, that's some of the arguments uh, for why they don't do robins is cuz the batman they they want to be the batman and they don't want to share the spotlight with another person so uh was the thing were things pretty equitable for you as uh as the boy wonder
0: you mean with well First of all, I Adam and I were incredibly good friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, as many hours as we worked together, our families got along, and even on some weekends, he and I would go out and play tennis together. And you know, we if, even if we went to a public court, we'd be playing tennis, and people start looking, and then they look a little closer, and <laughs> they then figure somebody it out. will always say, <laughs> "Oh my God, it's Batman and Robin playing tennis."
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, it's Adam and so, Burt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, but they would say Batman and Robin because they had the association, yep, you know. Yep. And uh and Adam had a an amazing style. Adam was he, you know, he had a very stoic, grand and he thought of himself in very grand ways. In other words, he kind of thought of himself kind of like <laughs> Winston Churchill. Hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, he, he once said to me that he re and they said it very seriously that he really understood what it was like to play Batman when he watched Charlton Heston play Moses in the Ten
4: Commandments. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: God. You know?
4: And,
0: And me, I'm like the eternal kid, never grew up, never will. And so as slow as he talked, I talked that much faster, you know? We were just complete opposites, and we got along so well, and the chemistry was so good that people just really took to that. Yeah. They really, really took to that chemistry.
2: So, so amazing how just iconic. It, 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 that yeah. word is overused, but I mean, actually, truly, in American culture, absolutely iconic.
3: Oh, it's it's mm-hmm. American TV history. Yeah, it, it, Batman. You can't uh, really talk about the well, history of television without you know throwing Batman and Robin in there. I want to yeah. say capital
1: E epic. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so you guys—they left you to your own a little bit uh, to to add some charisma to it. The the in the hint that I gave, you know, the holy hints. I mean, it, yeah. that has become such the fiber of uh, you know Americana as well. You like three hundred and seventy right. times holy something or other.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, I think it was three hundred yeah. and seventy-eight. when you count wow. the Batman movie, it was over oh, wow. four hundred. Yeah. and then if you start really counting the projects that we did since then. Mm -hmm. Okay, there was uh, Legends of the Superheroes. There were two TV specials. There was a CBS Sunday Night Movie of the Week. Uh, And then our two most recent Batman features, one of them that just came out a couple of months ago, animated with our voices. Adam, of course, played Batman. I played Robin. And the character, it was Batman versus Two Face. And Two Faces portrayed by none other than William Shatner. Oh, wow. So oh. Here you
2: have I can two just hear that
4: now.
0: Iconic TV shows <laughs> in history Batman and Star Trek with the actors working together.
2: Wow. Uh-huh. So the uh, the very first one was uh, Holy Ravioli. So was that in the script or was that uh, you?
0: Uh, you know, some of them were written and some of them didn't make sense because the people <laughs> – well, the reason for that is it, it is a pretty big deal to write uh, a, an hour television script in the Batman style. Sure. It isn't mm-hmm. easy. And they had 32 writers, oh, and wow. some of them really got the sense of what Lorenzo Semple, the original writer, created with the style of Batman. And some uh, had some good action, but it, they didn't have the, the right style. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, Adam and I could change things if we wanted to. I mean, we, we'd ask the director, you know, it's sure. common courtesy. And, uh, and but they would always basically give their approval as long as it wasn't too risque.
2: Right. Yeah. You, you can find the lists of them online. And they're just great. To, they're just great to, to go through and just all the just one after another is all the the holy, holy. Holy, holy whiskers. <laughs> holy birthday cake. <laughs> holy headache. <laughs> Holy ball and chain. <laughs> Holy triple feature. Wow. <laughs> there's just there's just there's, there's four hundred of them. Yeah, you so. almost can't parody yeah. that because yeah. they no. were all just uh yeah, they were kind all, of they were ridiculous. All. So you've gone from a, a caped crusader to a canine crusader, and it's the gentle giant's yes. dog food.
0: Well, it's it's actually quite more than that. Yes. It's quite more than that. And um you see, about 23 years ago, 23 and a half years ago, my wife and I started rescuing Great Danes. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we started rescuing them it was because when we moved to where we're living now, we had a young daughter uh, who was uh, like three years old, and uh, we wanted to get uh, you know, a great dog for her. And I had had many dogs growing up. My wife had had many dogs as she grew up and so we we got this great Dane, and we heard about some others that needed uh to be rescued, but they were not in any immediate danger; they were still in the owners' homes, and just that the you know one thing or another, and they needed they're gonna maybe move or something they needed to give up the dog. Well, we ended up taking two of them, and then because we didn't think that the others were you know in any immediate danger, we didn't take those others. And it turned out we found out like a month later that the ones that we didn't take were all end, ended up in a shelter and everyone ended up being put to death. Oh, no. And we thought it was a terrible injustice. And because and, there are many rescues, I mean, dogs are rescued by breed. So if you there's a Chihuahua rescue, there's a German mm-hmm. Shepherd rescue, there's a Great Dane rescue. But the lady that had been doing the Great Dane rescue herself had died mm. and so there w- there was just nobody rescuing these dogs and they were being put to death left and right oh. and it was the first week in august of 1994 that i said to my wife tracy i said look we, we we can't uh we can't let this happen this is a terrible injustice just for a couple of weeks okay just for a couple of weeks till we find somebody else to do this let's rescue you know these dogs so they don't die
3: that's how it starts well <laughs> that's, that's it that- <laughs>
0: That couple of weeks has turned out to 23 and a half years. We mm. <laughs> still haven't found anybody to take over this rest So how many and how many uh, Great Danes do you have in the house? Of the first month we had over a hundred in our house. Ooh. By the end oh, of the first God. month, God. <laughs> that's like including <laughs> including sixty two puppies under seven weeks of age. Holy poop bucket! <laughs> <weeks of> <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, you know, my wife wasn't getting any sleep. She was ended up <laughs> sleeping on the kitchen floor. She'd help nurse this litter and then the next litter because with great Danes when if a mother stands up cuz you know they'll get tired of laying down nursing <laughs> and they maybe have to get up and go to the bathroom or something take them outside but you got to be really careful because they might accidentally step on a on one of the puppies and kill it yeah. so I mean she had to be there and every second to make sure everything was all right anyway all through the years this gentle giants evolved from Great Dane rescue to where now uh, in the last probably ten or fifteen years, we've rescued forty-five different breeds. There's only 164 breeds of dog according to the American Kennel Club, and we rescue 45, which is about a third of all the breeds of dogs. That's great. And we've rescued 15,500 dogs in 23 and a half years. And when we talk about rescue, I don't mean taking a dog and putting it in a yard in a doghouse. I mean every one of these 15,500 dogs, has lived in our home with us. Wow. Not cool. in a laundry room, not on a patio, in the main living area. And at all times, we have 45 to 50 in our house. At all times, we have it right now.
2: That's a lot okay. of work. You okay. got and 50 pups back
3: at home?
0: At all for 23 and a half years.
2: Jeez, that's, okay. uh, that's amazing.
0: We've, to give you an idea, we feed 600 pounds of our Gentle Giant's dog food every day, 600 pounds. If you recognize, like, you go to a store and you see a big bag of dog food, Mm -hmm. we feed 16 of those a day. That's 112 bags a week. 600
3: pounds of food equals about 400 pounds of poop. You know, I can't help but thinking in these terms because as a kid, I worked at a kennel, so I know how this works.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well. We 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 do have people that literally help pour the food and help clean up because that is just just carrying mm-hmm. sixteen you know thirty three pound bags a day you know from you know from one building to another is 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 another is a big deal. So in any event, here's where it all came about. What sure. happened is giant breeds have the shortest lifespan.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Mastiff and and Irish Wolfhound traditional lifespan six to eight years. Great Dane, seven to nine years. And when we would lose one of these dogs, my wife and I would literally sob. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: It upset us incredibly. Mm -hmm. And we vowed that if we could, we'd find a way to help them live longer. Well, the first thing we discovered was by the way, and and this comes from being with them 24 seven, we found a way that we feed and care for dogs differently than other people do. And all of this, by the way, is detailed explained very clearly on our website at gentlegiantsdogfood.com. Okay. That's the website, gentlegiantsdogfood.com, it explains our feeding and care program. I mean, and there's things that I'm I'm sure that you probably haven't thought about that we have thought about because we've lived with a 24-7 mm-hmm. for tw- almost 24 years. Mm-hmm. But then, and, and by the way, we got the average of every dog's lifespan just by the way we fed and cared for them. Up an average of three years. So, our as an example, our Great Danes that at the at initially were only living seven to nine years, we're living ten to twelve years. Wow, and that's pretty significant. Yeah, that's very significant. But yeah. but then we came to the conclusion that we really couldn't go any further if we didn't change the food.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we because remember we we weren't ever thinking of selling this or anything like that. We we're just so consumed with caring for so many animals that we said okay. We can afford it. Let's go make the best food there is. I mean, barn, no, no limitation, whatever it takes. We hired four nutritionists. We said, unlimited budget, make the finest of the finest, which, by the way, we ended up spending millions of dollars to mm-hmm. do this, okay?
4: Wow. <laughs> it wasn't like
0: that, cheap, yes. but we created this food. In the course of doing that, we thought, well, you know, if we make the best of the best, maybe we can give our dogs another year, maybe another year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we found out something that was so upsetting to my wife and I, we've never gotten over it. It's changed our lives forever. And I want to share this with you, which is the following. All of the dog food companies know something the average person doesn't know, which is the more fat content you put in dog food, the hungrier it makes dogs.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: In my opinion, this is all about money for them. There's no love of dogs. This is all about money. And all you have to do is have any of your listeners go pick up that bag. It doesn't matter if they bought the cheapest food in the grocery store or the most expensive food in a pet store. It's all the same when it comes to this. Look on the back of the bag by the ingredients. There's a chart called guaranteed analysis. Mm-hmm. The first item is protein. The second is crude fat. And here's what you're going to find. That the crude fat of just about every dog food sold in the United States, unless it's a diet food that then doesn't have other nutrients, you know what I mean? Right. That's just really you know, bare bones. But for an average dog, a healthy dog, they're going to find that that fat content is 12 to 22% crude fat. 12 to 22%. That's incredibly high. Mm mm-hmm. I, the last time I went for a physical, I asked my own medical doctor. I said, "Doc, just out of curiosity, what would happen if a human being, who's obviously much, you know, better designed than a dog—look how long humans live, look how long dogs live—what would happen if a human being ate even twelve percent crude fat at every meal?" And without any hesitation, my doctor said to me, "It would cut your lifespan in half." Mm. So ours is 9%. We make our foods called Gentle Giants. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we take nothing from it. We have no salary. This is all about charity. My wife and I, we have a our charity, Gentle Giants Rescue and Adoptions, is a 501c3 IRS licensed charity, no different than Muscular Dystrophy or United Way or March of Dimes. and And we take no salary. We take nothing. And But we created a food that we have dogs living as long as 27 years. Wow. And people say, well, how could you have a dog live 27 years? And in fact, right now at our rescue, 24 of the dogs here have already lived more than twice their normal lifespan. Right Now, that is consistency. That's not an anomaly. Okay, so how do we do it? Well, we don't put all this fat into the food. We're not trying to sell more dog food. We're trying to keep the dogs alive longer.
2: And that's what every pet parent wants to do. Yeah.
0: Right. But now, as bad as that is, and by the way, haven't you noticed in the last four or five years, so many people talk about, well, my dog's allergic to this. Oh, goodness. I've tried every food, and my dog has this problem. My dog's a picky eater. You know what I mean? All of this stuff, right? Well, guess what? Fat contains toxins, Mm -hmm. not poisons toxins, Mm. okay, and these toxins cause irritations, and that's what's causing so many of these people's problems, because people come to me and say, I don't know what to do, I've tried every dog food, I've bought every single one that I could find, and my dog still is scratching and itching and having this problem and that problem and all of this kind of stuff, well, because they never cured the problem, and the problem was the fat content. Wow. Now, as bad as that sounds, there's something much worse, and you know what that is? Dogs love the smell and taste of meat, Mm -hmm, but they do not like the smell and taste of fat. So when you have manufacturers that put all this fat in the food, right, they they got a problem because dogs don't want to eat it because they smell the high fat content. Mm -hmm. So they found a solution. That solution is after the food is made and all that fat is put into the food, that then They spray the outside of the food with a different kind of animal fat that dogs will eat. So you've got fat covering up fat. Man, oh, man. That doesn't sound very healthy, does it?
2: No, not at all.
0: Now, now one more thing. Here's the best example of all. I ask people, I ask them, I I talk to people every day. I ask them, I say, well, let me ask you, would you take bacon grease Mm. and go pour it down your garbage disposal? They say, of course not. It would ruin my garbage disposal. I said, okay, then if animal fat will ruin a metal garbage disposal, Mm. what are you doing feeding your dog a food that every single kibble is encapsulated in animal fat? Oh, gee, I never thought of that.
2: So, uh, how long have you been on the market with the Gentle Giants dog food?
0: 15 years.
2: 15 years, okay. Um, I I know
0: I've. Back east. Okay. Not backy. You have to understand. This is, you know, this is a, a big deal getting distribution. Yeah. So we ended up, and we now we're in thousands and thousands of stores, oh. and we're in. We just went national with Walmart. Hey, we I went see to Walmart that. and yeah. said, "Look, we're not taking any money from this. You guys pride yourself on having the best quality at the lowest price." I said, we'll give you our dog food at cost. We want you to offer it as inexpensively to people all across the country where their dog, maybe they don't have much money. Maybe they're living on unlimited funds or Social Security, and they love their dog, but they want their dog an extra five or ten years. Please give it to them as inexpensively, and they said, we'll do it.
2: That's that's and they've just done it. that's, that's a that's a coup there that that's, is that, that's so, so this month that you did example. Example.
0: Yeah. Let, let, let me give you a quick example if you go to a pet store for example and uh, and there's nothing wrong with pet stores they're good people but the if you ask I want to see the all-natural dog foods they mm. say okay come over here and you look at the prices mm. for a 20 to twenty two pound bag of an all-natural food is fifty five dollars oh yeah they're they're and astronomical 26 to 28-pound bag of an all-natural food is $65, okay?
4: Mm.
0: Our food is all-natural with the best ingredients, and our 33-pound bag in Walmart is $34.96.
1: Hey, we're saving money.
0: It's less than half the price of what you'd pay in a pet store. Less than half. Mm -hmm and and, and the one of the pet store won't keep your dog living 27 years cuz it's got all that fat content Man. where we don't have it and there's a bunch of other things and i don't mean to talk your ear off about it no them, my god
2: it's, it's uh science. I just it's, it's fascinating it's
0: science what we do and, uh, know, and we love dogs this is our charity mm-hmm. you know we take nothing from it never have never will and all we want is that everybody that has a dog that loves their dog could have their dog an extra five or 10 years. And by the way, our dogs are so healthy and I'm sure uh, there's some veterinarians that would not like to hear this, but our dogs are so healthy. The only time they go to a veterinarian is every three years for a $10 rabies update.
1: It's
2: uh, simply amazing. Simply just, uh, just good stuff. Um, my mind's blown over yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, just f- fascinating and stuff. We've it's phenomenal. got phenomenal. All across
0: America that are jumping on. In In, in the 13 eastern states, New York, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, there's a chain of stores called Stop and Shop that carry our food. Oh, Big Y carries our food. Giant stores, Martin stores carry our food. Uh, I mean, you, you see what I'm saying?
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, and, and as a result, because everybody wants to get in on something uh, where they're doing something that is charitable. And at the same time, they have their businesses and they can make money and, and still sell something that is way under price if you had to buy it somewhere else.
2: So, are you adopting out uh, these gentle giants that uh, are, are with you, or are these your your dogs, or are you just? Uh, oh no, no,
0: we adopt them out. Okay, but yeah, we've adopted fifteen thousand five hundred of them. Yeah, I would say that's that's a lot of adoption. <laughs> All you know, right, but we've run into a problem. Listen yeah. to this: we have a problem now. Our dogs are living so long yeah. that we've come half sanctuary. In other words, half of our dogs here. Are in their teens and twenties,
4: mm-hmm. right?
0: And and, wow. and and I'm talking about not just little dogs, but big dogs too. Great Danes. Have you ever seen a 21 year old Great Dane?
2: No. <laughs> Have you ever seen a
0: 27 year old Russian Wolfhound? No. Nobody has seen this. Even the vets shake their head and and in fact, one lady one lady came up to me about six months ago. I was in my local grocery store. She says, "Are you Burt Ward?" I said, "Yes." She said, "I just want to thank you." I said, "Well, what for?" She said. My vet told me that my dog would never reach 10 years of age. He's 15 and a half years old now, and I owe it to your gentle giant dog, food. I said, "Well, that's very kind of you." She says, "Oh no, wait a minute. Every year I take my dog in for an annual checkup, and every year my veterinarian says the same thing, which is, I see it. I I can't believe it, but I see it, and I just I, it's amazing. I can't. I don't understand it. How this dog is living so healthy, so long." And that's the kind of thing we get from people.
3: Yeah, what a great story! I wasn't uh, I wasn't prepared for this. You know, uh, we had uh, Betty White on a few years ago. She's involved with with animal, yeah. um, you know, animal causes as well. And uh, I'm just wondering. You know, uh, this is the first I've I've heard of this. You said you you finally got distribution, and distribution is could be a big big problem with with dog food. Oh, f- oh yeah, a lot of times you know foods will stay regional for a long time. Um, what what kind of a assistant is this starting to be be a groundswell are you letting other people know about this in, in uh, oh, yes. Can, they... oh
0: absolutely <laughs> absolutely i've uh uh i've done some tremendous uh uh you know interviews and things like that including being on your wonderful show oh. but i also do uh, i've been more recently been doing a satellite broadcast where i uh for one t- one day a month i lease the satellite and do a um, go to Twenty different cities in about four hours with mm. interviews. Uh, it, it, it's amazing how you can reach people, and people can ask questions, and it's a it's very interactive.
3: You know, I used to. Uh,
0: my wife. Oh, I forgot to tell you, my wife. We have a Facebook page called Gentle Giants Dog Food and Products. We. My wife started. My wife Tracy. She started this uh, less than a year ago. Okay? Mm-hmm. Less than a year ago, she started. it. And uh, within a few months of just posting, not doing any advertising, we got up to 65,000 people that we reached.
4: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Wow.
0: Now we've reached out there, and in the last, I guess it was four or five months, particularly, we're now over 5 million people that we reach with our daily. Uh, stories about feeding and care, answering questions. We get about 1,100 people a week right in. They have this question or that question, or, and we answer everybody's questions, and we do everything for free. There's, there's no, no charge.
3: Now, Bert, do you have, uh, are, are, have you sought the, um, I don't know, like endorsement from the National uh, Great Dane Club or, I mean, any, any groups like that that can really get the word out to breeders and other people who, uh, who are in the fancy?
0: They actually let, – let me tell you something. I got a really nice compliment, a really nice compliment. No, they, they actually come to us, believe it or not. Right. But, um, you, you know, uh, without getting too much complication, there's a lot of talk about protein. If you go into a pet store, you see dog foods that are as high as 30 or 35% protein. And sure. we found that that's not very good for dogs. Mm-hmm. To the contrary. And then somebody once said to me, uh, well, you know – Your dog needs more protein if they're a working dog than if they're just a a house dog. You know what I
4: mean? Yeah, you you hear that all the time. And I
0: I, I had a great answer for them. I said, have you ever heard of the Iditarod, you know, the sled dogs that cross Alaska in the wintertime, which is (laughs) about the most strenuous work you could ever put a dog through?
1: From Juneau to Anchorage. General Giants
0: dog food. And it's funny because... During the when there's no snow, they bring them down here, and they out here in uh, Central California, they race them on the not race them, but run them on the uh, on the sand hmm. during the then the off season, and then during the heavy season when they've got the snow and everything, they uh, they take them back to Alaska. and They mm-hmm. use our food.
1: Oh, nice. Well, that's that's quite an endorsement there, yeah, from the yeah. Iditarod. That that's uh, years and years and years of uh, racing going on with
2: the dogs, yeah. So it, yeah, you, yeah. you've dealt with these these large breed dogs for 20-plus years. What's something – And some You
0: know what, what you, yep. you, you guys know what a Chihuahua is, right? Yo, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Do, do you know what a Chinese Crested is?
2: Sure. Oh, those are the b- half kind of baldy, kind of spiky-haired ones?
0: The, they're, they're the ones that are hairless yeah. with the tongue hanging out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. We rescue those breeds. Now, let me tell you something funny. People think a chihuahua is small, and the average chihuahua weighs five and a half to six pounds. We have these little tiny Chinese cresses. The smallest one, as adults, weigh two pounds. Two pounds. One third the size of a chihuahua. And they eat the same gentle giant's food that our giant Great Danes eat.
2: So it's working. And, And
0: we have puppies that started three and a half weeks eating our food, that the same food we feed to three-and-a-half-week-old puppies, mm. we feed to our 25-, 26-, and 27-year-old seniors. Wow.
2: So what's something you've learned about the big dogs that, that most people don't know?
0: All right, I'll give you something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they have big poop. Let me tell you something.
0: All right. This is something that I, I guarantee almost nobody is going to be able to know, and that is this. If you went, for example, into a pet store and you went over to a, where they have like bags, it says for large breed,
2: mm-hmm. and you were to
0: open that bag, you would see kibbles in there the size of jawbreakers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and because their perception is that a big dog needs a big bite. Well, let me tell you in reality what the real truth is, okay? You know how little dogs are chew, choo 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 okay? Well, big dogs are chomp chomp swallow. So here's the piece of news you don't know. The bigger the dog, the smaller the bites need to be. Mm. Not bigger.
2: Hmm. Wow. All right. I did. Yeah. See, I didn't even. I didn't, I didn't even, know even think that. about that. Yeah. Wow. So, by Who's... the
0: way, you guys, you guys have any dogs?
2: Uh, I do. I got Zoe, baby Zoe. She's uh, she's a senior pup. She's at fifteen right now. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Bert. For years, I had well, for uh... us. That's
3: a
0: teenager. My yeah. Auntie, <laughs> would you like her to live into her twenty?
2: Yeah. Heck yeah. Would you like her to
0: live. Well, let me ask you a couple of quick questions. When you feed your dog and you give your dog food and water, on what surface do you put that, the, the bowls? What do you, where do you put them on?
2: Yep, they're down you on the ground. Put them on the floor? <laughs> yep. The
0: floor. Absolutely a big mistake. Oh, okay. Would you like to know why?
2: Well, yeah, why is that?
0: Let me explain to you why. You see, because we've had so many animals here, we are really familiar with life and death,
2: if you understand
0: what I'm saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Um, a dog that doesn't, cancer is still the number one killer of dogs. Mm -hmm. Number two killer is injury or getting lost where they get dehydrated, can't get to food or water, okay? Mm -hmm. Number three is a deadly condition that kills 10% of all the dogs in the U.S. called bloat and torsion, kind of like when you were a kid and you remember your mom or dad said, don't go in the swimming pool for 30 minutes after you eat. Where you have food on the stomach and stress or exercise causes a dog to cramp. Mm-hmm. In the dog's case it turns and flips their stomach and it can kill them. Oh. But if one of those things doesn't isn't the reason for, for taking the life of your dog, if it isn't that, dog's bodies simply wear out. Mm-hmm. And usually a dog by the time they're eighty nine years old, if it's a medium to, to large dog, smaller dogs will be a little longer, they'll start to have a problem getting up, start to have a problem walking. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And what it is is this. You have to conserve your dog's energy. And here is our secret for longevity. Yeah. Every stress that you can remove today from your dog's life, no matter how little that stress is, you can take and add on to, to, to the dog's life. So in the case of food, if you put that bowl of food on the ground, right, Yeah. what happens is that 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 dog has to go over – tilt their head down to eat, stand to pick up the food. They stand up and chew, and then they're down to get more food, up and down and up and down. You're wearing your dog out. Mm. We conserve our dog's energy by elevating the food to a specific height for every dog, which is your dogs should only tilt their head down to eat. Mm. Never lean down, never lean up. That's number one, okay? Now, here's another thing you might not have thought of. How many times a day do you feed your dog?
2: Uh Once or twice. No good. No.
0: Nope. No good. Let me tell you why. Breakfast, All lunch, time. and dinner. Have you ever gone out and eaten a meal that you just maybe ate too much, the food was too good, or the buffet, and you overate, and you came home, and you said, Every I day. can't even work. I just got to lay down and digest. <laughs> yeah. That <Right>? happens. <Yeah. laughs> okay. When you feed a dog, when you feed a dog only once or twice a day, you're making that dog go through that every single day mm. and it's wearing their body out if you went to your own medical doctor for example and you said doc am i better off eating one or two big meals a day or four or five smaller meals a day what do you think your doctor would say
2: yeah they do they they encourage small small meals and small snacks throughout the day right. yeah mm-hmm.
0: but so, so when you consider a dog doesn't live as long as a human being it's actually much more important for your dog to have smaller, more frequent meals huh. than it is even for you. That's why we feed our dogs a minimum of five or more times a day. Wow. Smaller, more frequent meals. All right. And then people say, well, wait a minute. I got a radio show. I can't do this. I'm I've I'm <laughs> gone eight hours. An yeah, hour yeah. driving. I can't do that. And I say, wait a minute. Yes, you can. You feed your dog in the morning before you leave for work. You remove the food, leave fresh water. You come home nine hours later, feed the dog again. And that's what most people do. Mm -hmm. But here's what it differs. An hour later after that second feeding, you put out the food for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and an hour after that 10 minutes and an hour after that 10 minutes. And you say, well, why would you do that? Because you're actually teaching your dog to realize that he doesn't have to eat all of this food at one time. He doesn't need to be the squirrel gathering the nuts for the Uh, winter, that he'll say, gee, my daddy's going to feed me another hour or two. I don't need to eat all this food right now. And they learn to self-regulate because when you feed a dog and you limit how much you give them, you don't know if you're giving them the right amount, too little or too much.
2: Right. And you we, said you had this program laid out on, the, on your website, right?
0: In great detail. Yeah. And, and plus, they can call for free help. How can you beat the price? Free help.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no, that's a, Where it's, in
0: today's world do you get free help? Tell uh, it's,
2: me. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's few and very few and very, very far far between. So you said it's into Walmart uh, on a national scale now, mm-hmm. finally. Uh, West Coast, a little more available. But what if someone's not finding oh, it yeah. at their it's, Walmart? It, oh,
0: yeah. We have lots of stores out here, Stater Brothers, Ralph's, yeah. Gelson's. In the East Coast, uh, uh, Big Wise, Stop and Shop, Giant, okay. Martin's. I mean – we're starting to be everywhere, and it's all with the same concept, is that we want everybody's dog to have a chance to live the longest, healthiest life possible. Because if you think about it, not only is it great for your dog to live an extra five or ten years, but what does it do for your life when you have that dog that you love so much, and now you have it five or ten years longer?
2: Oh, yeah. So is it uh, – but is it available online through uh, any online yes. purchasing? Yes. Oh,
0: yes. Walmart.com. Okay. You can ship it to your local Walmart if, if it wasn't in the store.
2: Okay.
4: It
0: was chewy.com. Petsmart.com, they all, and it's it's wonderful. Like Chewy.com and Petsmart.com, you have it the next day. Yeah, point, free shipping.
2: Yeah, yeah. And at that point, it doesn't matter what store. Yeah, uh, yeah. What it doesn't matter what store in your area cares anymore if, if you can get it through that's those right. online sale, sellers. There, it's at your doorstop before you know it. Uh, that's right. astounding, uh, Bert. Oh, he, Thank you so much. You took so much time with us, uh, and it's just, we were... Well,
0: thank you for having me. You know, I mean, this is a subject that is near and dear to my heart and to my wife's heart. This what? is our life's work. This is our charity, and we're very dedicated, we're very serious about that. Sure. I mean, yeah. I love being an actor, but I have found, I'll tell you a little secret that I found out in life. You know, when, when I was growing up and trying to do things and be successful, I was very intent on building a career and building my own personal success in life. But the greatest success I've had is after I've had enough success that I can devote the rest of my life to helping others. Mm -hmm. That's where the greatest success, that's the greatest joy my wife and I get is, is helping others, especially with their animals because dogs love you unconditionally. Dog is always, you know, a person's best friend And it just means everything to us, so we're very dedicated.
2: All right. So, with fifty dogs at home, uh, is there is there one guy or gal that uh, is kind of like your dog? You're sitting there watching TV, and uh, his head's on your knee. Which is, do you have one of those? (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) You know, you don't quite have the right envision of what really is here when you are with. Fifty dogs. Yeah, yeah. They all want to be with you at every moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fifty heads
2: laying on his lap. Is know, it a big I puppy pile? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have my own, uh, what I call our production room, where we do graphics, and I have all the computers and stuff. And if I want to get up and, say, make a sandwich, right. I get up and I walk in the room, out of the room. And at least 20 or 30 of the 50 oh get up my to the Now they follow me into my kitchen. My kitchen is not that big. 30 dogs. <laughs> and now as I'm trying to make a sandwich, you're watching these dogs go through these god-awful gyrations trying to find a place to lay down. And, you know, this one is adjusting and that one is adjusting this way. And finally, just when they finally get adjusted and everybody lays down, I've got my sandwich, I'm on my way back, and they all get up.
2: And they I would love to live there. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome you
0: would you like to know would you like to know the most dangerous thing in our house to do at night?
2: Oh,
4: would
0: you like to know what that is? What is it? Try to get to the bathroom without <laughs> your face in your neck. <laughs> You don't understand. When you have dogs that weigh up to three hundred pounds, uh, they don't move. No, you move. No, no, no. You're the one that falls over. They're like
4: a concrete block, okay?
0: <laughs> and 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 so the only safe way we have figured out, okay, and being the boy wonder, I found a way to get to the bathroom <laughs> tonight, and that is. To go, hold on to the wall, okay, as you delicately try to place your feet in between these dogs, but they don't leave any space. They're not like a, a, a whole bunch of area pile. They all like come together like a quilt, okay? You and, and here you're holding onto the wall, and it takes about five minutes to get to the bathroom each way.
1: Is get off the bat rope and rappel. To that's, the bat it, rope. that's it. There it is.
2: <laughs> the sharp <repellent>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So yeah, you, if you if you make your way through Detroit for uh, one of the cons uh, at some point, we gotta we gotta hook up and have you in oh, studio. yeah. Oh. We'd love to have well, you. I'd
0: love to come out and see you guys. You know, and and really, uh, and and people say, "Well, what do you do for fun?" I say, well, "I've got the greatest show on earth in my own house." You got to put <laughs> some. Yeah.
2: You got to put some webcams up. People would tune in just to watch, just to watch the dogs moving around. <laughs> people, would, it's like the eagles well, in the nest. I, I
0: will tell you this: my wife is trying to get me to do this thing. I'm a little hesitant about it. Okay, <laughs> she <laughs> wants to have on a weekend where you have a sleepover. <laughs> <Bert and Tracy laughs> at their house for the whole weekend with all these dogs around. Them, uh, okay, and and I'll tell you something. You know, people say, "Oh, I've got I've got three dogs. I'm so worn out doing this and that." <laughs> you know, when they see us, okay, and what what we go through, which is, I mean, almost hilarious. Okay, <laughs> it is so complex that that everybody feels good that they have it so much easier than we do. You know, <laughs> that's
4: great.
2: Amazing. All right, so the websites again are uh, it's, it's the gentle
0: gentlegiantsdogfood gentle dot mm-hmm. and our rescue site is gentlegiantsrescue dot com. Okay, excellent. And then our Facebook page is gentle giants dog Food and products, and the and is an ampersand. Gotcha. So, <clears throat> and and you know, there's just all kinds of free information. They can write questions. And any issue involving their dog, I mean, behavior, I mean, medical, you know, when to take the dog to the vet or, you know, all kinds of things where if something happens, you know, like, who do you call? Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> you know? huh?
2: Huh? I mean, huh? I'm going to call Bert. Call the boy. I'm going to call Bert. Call Bert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bert. Thanks again. And uh, I will we'll be talking to you soon.
0: Well, thank you, citizens.
2: <laughs> all right. Be well. Thank you, sir. Oh my right, goodness. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, I loved love love that. Oh,
1: he's that so was... precious. I'm going to cry.
2: He really <laughs> Oh,
1: I want to hug him. <laughs> well, you know,
2: one one thing
3: that's very obvious, he has a passion for very this. Oh my god. He's really, really uh, all in with and the uh, When with he the started dogs. talking
2: about the dogs is when I recognized his voice. Right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So when he was just talking about the show, he didn't sound like Robin. Right. Uh, but when he was talking about the dogs and he got super excited, there was that youthful excitement in his you voice, and he sounded hear that, he sounded yeah. like uh, the the character. The, yeah. And that's the that was the excitement. I, that was great. Yeah.
4: Man. Oh my god. No, I, come uh, on, Jamie. We're over
2: time, but uh, <laughs> you know.
4: We always have time. We got to
2: It's time for. The Bad Animal Joke of the Week. Well, of course it is. (laughs) There we go. Bad Animal Joke of the Week. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jamie. What's the difference between Batman and a robber? Jamie, what's the difference between Batman and a robber? Batman can go into a store without (laughs) robbing. There yeah, you go, well placed, sir. Well that's placed. actually kind of right. cute. That's you want to go, go down a dark road? Uh, oh right. no! What happens when Batman sees Catwoman?
3: What happens when Batman sees Catwoman? The James? Dark
2: Knight rises. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God! That's so right. bad. What do you call it when Batman skips church? Uh, what do you call it? Christian Jim Bale. Bale.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh
3: man! <laughs> got to end on that note. Huh? That is, that's
2: <laughs> the one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, right, I quit. Mercy, mercy, mercy. That's mercy. The best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> Except for Bert.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, Second best thing. Yeah. All right, fair play. All right, that'll do it. We are we are over time but uh well worth it uh, so thanks much. to Bert Ward for being our guest. Uh, Matt, thanks for being here. Pleasure. total pleasure. Sam, th- <laughs> thanks for being Sam. Oh, thank you. Sam I mean, North. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. AnimalTalkradio.com and Animal Talk Radio on Twitter and the socials. Find us. Brian. Jamie. Blow me a kiss.
4: All right. See you next
2: time.